0: College football experience, East Carolina Pirates 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over/under game. Just head to sleepercom SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleepercom SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download, and it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride.
1: Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N let it ride, baby.
0: Yes! 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 Woo! Welcome! Welcome to the College Football Experience East Carolina Pirates Season Preview Episode ECU! 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 E-C-U. E-C-U. My name is Colby Swingin' Dantabase Dan, a.k.a. Pick Dundee! That's not a pick, this is a pick! Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. That no one touches Dundee. <laughs> yes, we are here. We are free at last, Patty C. To talk about the pirates.
1: Normally, one and only.
0: Yes, the one and only. All right. There's no no one else.
1: All right. I no mean,
0: devils. No sun devils. Can we just right? get
1: the tune going right off the top? Here?
0: We can. But first, let me introduce former former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, oiling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be.
1: Hi-oh! <laughs> there it is. Even there the it is. Bring us home. <laughs> Version gets gets me deep.
0: this into a blues tune here. <laughs> I mean, it's such a great song. There's, you know, look, the, the ECU Pirates—they're the greatest team in all the land. We know this. I normally crowbar this on on every episode, but today we solely get to talk about the East Carolina Pirates, Patty C. Kobe's <laughs> been looking forward to this one. Oh, uh, this is the year. I've been feeling this one for a long time. Last year, I was on board a little bit. Uh, but I was—I couldn't wait for year four. Well, because Mike Houston, former JMU Duke, great man, won the, won a national championship at JMU.
1: Yeah, for, forever in our hearts in uh, Harrisonburg, and and
0: he's in year four. He's been building the Scotty Montgomery left this program in complete shit.
1: As far as I'm
0: concerned, he's public enemy number one when it comes to America.
1: Mm, All right, three three and nine seasons under Scotty Montgomery.
0: And it's the way we lost in all those games. Mm. We lost by like 50. Yeah. Every week.
1: Especially against yeah. NC State. Yeah. Ugly yeah. look.
0: He was terrible. And it's been a pro it's been it's been just a just a really good program over the years, Patty C. And and you know what? This is the East Carolina Pirates we're talking about. We're back to the days of Pat Dye and Ernest Biner and Tony Collins. Alright? Boom. To the days of Jeff Blake. 91, oh, yeah. 1991. What is it? 11 and one season, 10 and one season
1: 11 and one. Yes, yes. indeed. Peach Bowl victory.
0: Beat NC state in the peach bowl when they played that, that game outdoors and not in that filthy fucking
1: dome. Hey, that's believing in it. Yes. In the
0: pirates ECU has been doing it. Chris Johnson. Oh yeah. I mean, you go on and on and on. Skip Holtz, look what he's doing. Taking the USFL by storm Lincoln Riley. Oh, USC. You're going to give him a house with 40 fucking bedrooms. Well, guess where he earned his name. Greenville, North Carolina, baby. When he was <laughs> whooping the tar out of Virginia tech every year. <laughs> and then they said, Hey, we don't want to schedule ECU anymore. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll go out there. We'll, we'll beat other teams. All right. Scotty Montgomery set us back. Well, here we are. What? Shout out to McNeil. Too.
1: set themselves back. Yeah, that's true. That was one of the the toughest days of my life. <laughs> four right? bowl appearances in six years, right? I mean, prior to that, bowls hadn't been exactly, you know. I guess, like you mentioned before, bowls were harder to come by in the nineties and prior to that. So, uh, you know, Skip Holtz went to a share of bowls. I think his last four years there, they were went to bowls. But Robin McNeil comes in four four bowls in six years pretty darn good. And they still fire him well, after,
0: a, after a five and seven season. When his quarterback t- tears his ACL, the the year bef- or the week before the season starts. And by the way, that quarterback went on to play in the NFL, Kurt Benkert, yeah. um, just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous I to mean, fire
1: him five straight years without more than four wins. Uh, that's your punishment. But finally, Mike Houston writes the pirate ship and seven and five should have gone bowling last year for the but first Boston
0: year. college. We did go to the bowl game. We just didn't play because you need an opponent and those cowards <laughs> on chestnut Hill,
1: the ACC is scared of ECU. They are. Let's be honest.
0: Here. They are. And when you look patty C, this has been a rich program. Honestly, you go back to the sixties, you go back to the each decade. I feel like with the, well, I mean, the program started in 46. Oh no, 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 no. Actually a little bit before, if you everything it it went starting in the nineteen fifties when it really
1: started to do all right, it had took eight, off. Yeah, you know, and then in the nineteen thirty two officially uh, the start as an independent. But
0: back in the SoCon it used
1: to be in the SoCon back
0: in the day, but then uh, you know they won an Independence Bowl back in seventy eight. Look at that! Look at what Pat Dye had this program rolling, and then you know my guy Steve Logan. Shout out to Steve Logan. Anyone know Steve Logan? We would love to get him on the show. We love. We love what he's about. And you know, do I need to queue up some Steve Logan? Give us some Steve because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time
1: or you don't coach at East Carolina. You don't come to East Carolina. You don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart,
0: right? It, right it, Patty C write um, it. Ah, shout out to coach Logan. What a guy. Um but yeah, I mean, look, this this program has over the past 20 years, 30 years had great success. There's you know, we've owned I feel like a lot of those years minus the Scotty Montgomery years, we've gotten the best of of a lot of the Carolina schools if not all of them. Yep. Um and, you know, Miami
1: Hurricanes. We were a thorn in the Miami Hurricanes uh, side in the 90s. There Got a couple a couple big-time wins against them. Well, I'll tell you what, against the class of the uh, current American for a short time longer. You started out from 1986 to 2001 winning 12 of your first 14 against Cincinnati. Mm. Since then, it's been a rough run. We're going to
0: fix that. We're going to fix that. Shout out to my guy, Jeff Blake, too. I got to mention Jeff Blake, friend of the program, been on the show before, great guy, legend down there in Greenville. And Patty C., if you just watched the College Baseball World Series, ECU, I knew they they blew that game against Texas, but boy did they show out! I think more than any school in the nation, as oh, far yeah. as crowd, as far as representation of what college sports is what and college should be baseball like, could
1: be. Yes, yeah.
0: yes, and what and I cannot wait. But the sport of baseball. Yeah. Period. Greenville is such a great town. It's such it is the epitome of a great college town, and
1: uh, we can't wait for for Mike Cusack because he's got this program rolling. Look, Coastal Carolina is getting a lot of credit for that mullet action and that teal turf. Let's be honest. They're the wannabe ECU. They are. They are. And uh, <laughs> look, I love what they're doing. Grayson McCall, Jamie Chadwell—they're fun. But, but you're, fo- you're you're trying to be us. ECU's been doing that for a long you're time. Trying to be us when you're ripping down other teams' goalposts at their home stadium. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Then that's the spirit. Of ECU. And they suspend
0: the rivalry like the cowards they are at oh. NC State. Well, we got well. I, it's it's they they put you back on the schedule. They put us back on the schedule. We'll see how that shakes out for them. All right. I can already. I'm already getting excited. For for week one at nine a.m. over here on the west, noon on the east when NC State comes into G Vegas,
1: oh, man. <clears> Can't risky wait. move. Risky Can't wait. Move.
0: Can't wait. Okay, let's get into it, Patty C. My pirates, my pirates. Uh, Mike Houston, it, it has been a, a, a just a complete project with him, and he'll be the first to tell you that. I've heard him on many publications saying, you know, hey, uh, you know, he's just fourteen and nineteen in three years, but coming off of a seven and five season with their first bowl eligible season and. Quite a while because Scotty Montgomery really had this program in a bad spot. I mean, Houston was was outspoken saying our offensive line and defensive line has has nobody. Yeah, early on. Well, last year was the first t- first year he was saying, I, you know, I'm starting to get it where I want it to be. Yeah, especially the offensive line. I've heard him this past off season saying the defensive line is fair is finally getting to where we have a deep rotation. I think it's the strength of this team besides a couple other
1: positions, the running back spot, the quarterback spot, but let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you a believer in the rebuild passing the eye test in Mike Houston as a coach?
0: Yeah, because last year I am. And I remember what he did at the Citadel when he beat South Carolina,
1: um, I know I, Ryan jam, you a winner at every spot. He's gone and he's turning this thing around at ECU now.
0: And even if you look at last year, I mean, uh, we kind of got in our way early in the year with some turnovers, um, but uh, I really felt like we should have beat South Carolina. We lost 20 to 17 in a game that we were up the whole fucking game. Um, We beat Marshall at Marshall. That was a big win for us. Uh, We beat Tulane. We, we, we lost. That's another thing. Look at the, look at the losses last year. Okay. 14 point loss to app state week one. I felt like turnovers got us. App state was the flat out better team. We watched that. Right, but South the South Carolina game we lose by three, at the Moon Bounce in, in Orlando we lose by four. Right, yeah. In overtime against Houston we should have won this game. We should have never went to overtime. We lost by seven. Right, yeah. And then we got we got kicked you know pretty bad by Cincinnati, but okay, they went to the playoff. My point is is that we're very close to being a ten win team.
1: Uh yeah. I mean, if you if you I mean uh, aside from a couple close wins, you know. Marshall, Charleston Southern, <laughs> yeah, Charleston unnecessarily Southern close, uh, Navy pretty close, but other than that, pretty convincing wins. You know, a couple close losses. If things move in the right direction, you're right. You know, a couple close losses can become a cu- couple close wins. Well,
0: especially when you have Holton Allers coming back, who's a a like a five, I mean, super senior quarterback That's still, his dad's the play by play guy there in Greenville. Love it. It's a family affair, Patty C. So uh, honestly, I really do love that. We're bringing, bringing uh holt Nailers back. And, and I think if you, to me, offensive line, defensive line, quarterback reps, always so important uh, and getting Holt Naylor's back is I think one of the keys to us being successful this season. Um, what do you make of Ehlers?
1: I know he's got, he's I a mean, lefty. How many he's years kind of awkward started now. I think this is his fourth year starting. That's quite a bit of experience. 37 starts. I thought I saw. Because COVID uh, wasn't wasn't, uh, wasn't a full year, yeah. but still, that's uh, that's that's quite a bit of experience coming back. Uh, coach wise, it's uh, who is it? Kirkpatrick. He's been there for three, Kirk three or four years now since 2019 as the OC slash QB coach. So there's continuity there to go along with Ehlers, The offense, if See, he's healthy,
0: look what they did last year: 54th in scoring offense, 63rd in rush offense, 24th in pass offense, 39th in overall offense. And this Pretty is good. that's what I mean. Like it was coming on as a season prolonged. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, I, I really feel like uh, we're on the verge of something good. Um, Keaton Mitchell, star running back from a year ago, back, and then we still have uh, Ray J Harris. He's the leading uh, rusher, returning rusher in the conference. B- but Harris, the year before, rushed for over a thousand yards. So we have two thousand yards wow. backs. Wow. Uh, we did lose all three wideouts. Sneed coming out early was a fucking blow. Did not see that one coming, as he's probably playing right now. For the uh, the Frankfurt Galaxy, <laughs> uh, but he is gone. No shame in that game, but probably not what he had in mind. <laughs> I just couldn't believe he came out early too, because I think he had two years of eligibility, if memory serves me correct. <laughs> and
1: I was like, "What are you doing, dude? He's what are you doing? To, uh, You're the like same... a slot wide out <laughs> Like, what are you doing?" Same agents that were pushing. Uh, High schoolers out the door in the NBA uh, yeah. back in the early 2000s. Yeah, man. He, t- he talked to someone drunk at the bar. and Dangle that money, <laughs>
0: uh, tight end. So we're breaking in th- three new wideouts, uh, th- but I think they're not going to be new wideouts because of where they're coming from. Tight end Shane Calhoun is back. Three of five starters on the O line are back, and that like like uh, Mike Houston said a season ago, he liked the depth of the O line this year. He feels like defensive line. So I think the I think the line of scrimmage is going to be one of the the strengths for the pirates
1: um, Blake Harrell. I, what's that? I can say uh, having watched uh, Houston's body work pretty closely, he's a complete coach and he takes the trenches seriously. And JMU is always very physical,
0: you know, yeah.
1: they, I mean, he won one national championship and he came damn close to winning another. Uh, and they were legit on, in all phases of the game. I, th- I really think he's a great coach and we're going to see if he can take another step forward.
0: Yeah, and uh, the defense, I think, is one of the big things. Blake Harrell, the defense coordinator, there, he's doing a good job. Uh, a perfect example last season. Uh, if I rattle off the stats here scoring defense 58th, rush defense 81st, pass defense 73rd, overall D 80th. Now, that's not good, but it is really good when you consider how bad they were. It, it's been a work in progress. Last year, they allowed four, or I'm sorry, nine fewer points per game than the season before. That's a huge upkick.
1: Uh, that so, is massive. Nine yeah. points. Yes. That's what I'm saying. That's called getting blown out two years ago to be in competitive this year. And I expect this
0: defense. I, I love year. how aggressive the, that he he's a, he's probably my favorite coordinator that we have because he is very aggressive on the defensive side of the ball. They're going to send blitzes. They're going to get beat sometimes where they give up 80 yard touchdowns, but I love it. We're coming at them. Each and every play. At ECU, do you play with the weak card? Yeah, you, do you don't play with the weak card. You yeah, go. You write it. All right? And <laughs> and Blake Harrell's writing it. Uh, the defensive line should be good, led by defensive tackle Elijah Morris. Linebacking core, two of three are back, led by Miles Berry. Now, the secondary is the question mark. Can we bring in enough guys? Could we return just one of four, and that's cornerback Malik Fleming? Um, our kicker's back. But uh, the secondary, I think, is the question We had some good corners, uh, some good secondary play a season ago, but it's got to improve 80th and 80th in the country. Defensively is, is, is still not where we want to be patty. C. now I say we, because I believe that I am part of this team patty C (laughs) Um, we're going to talk more. We're going to talk recruiting. We're going to talk the transfer portal. We're going to talk about Greenville, North Carolina, the greatest college environment in all of America, patty C. All right. Um, But first I got to get us paid. The College Football Experience, East Carolina Pirates 2022 season preview on the Sports gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the sgpn group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by trade coffee. Trade coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. Yes. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful these independent roasters often being the largest source of uh, new growth and get this. It's expert tasted. All right. It's like when you go down to Greenville, all right, you, you learn how to party. All right. Uh, Trade coffee's team
1: actually taste test thousands of coffees to That's keep. a party. That's an ECU kind of party. That's what I'm saying your taste testing everything might be beer at ECU. Yeah. <laughs> it might it's- be beer and liquor. It's coffee right? at trade coffee, but <laughs> right? it is a party nonetheless. Exactly. <laughs> at 450
0: different kinds. I mean, come on. Uh, you go walk into a random ECU party. First off, probably gonna be bigger than probably gonna have more than 450 people. And you're probably gonna have more than 450 types of alcohol or other, and, uh, and, or other paraphernalia, <laughs> you know, or other uh, narcotics favors,
1: right? <laughs> uh, th-
0: th- I mean, you just got to do it. All right. Mm. There's no perfect coffee, but it's a perfect, there's a perfect coffee for you and Trade's human powered algorithm will find it for you. Um right now Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com/sgp. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com/sgp and let Trade find a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com/sgp for $30 off. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN Studios, we use IP Vanish VPN. It makes it truly easy to stay private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your details, your emails, your passwords, your communications, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. So go to IPvanish.com slash SGP and use that promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IP slash S G P. Shout out to East K. I mean, this is the school. This is what we're talking about, Patty C. What would you say the greatest moment in ECU history was? Like on campus or like for me or for <laughs> for the, for the sports? Uh, I would say, I mean, there's many. I would say beating Miami when I think they were number one in the nation. If memory serves me wow. correct, or number two, one of, uh, certainly pretty high. That was ranked. that was a Thursday night, and Miami was dumb enough to play at Greenville
1: on a Thursday. Yes, that's just that was just
0: yeah. that place was bananas. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I would say that that's got to be that's got to be up there. On Obviously, the, the Steve Logan year when they were eleven and one, and and really probably uh, I thought. If we had a large playoff, we would have been a very dangerous team. Yeah, you know, if you look, there was Robert Jones, the linebacker from the from the Cowboys, uh, Carl Lester Crumpler at tight end. That was Jeff before, Blake.
1: That was Blake's Blake yeah, was quarterback. Jeff Blake was too.
0: quarterback. That was a really good team, man. Yeah. Um.
1: So I would say those
0: those, but also, I mean, there's certain years that team that, that 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 moment against Virginia Tech for me personally. With the block punt. At the, the block end. punt. I yeah. mean, there was a lot of years we beat Virginia Tech, but. There was a year that shout I out was, to Sean Glennon. Yeah, I was at. Well, East Carolina almost fumbled away that. They should have won that game before that yeah. moment. Like East Carolina kind of fumbled away that game. They threw a pick six late in that thing. But uh, so well, that, tech
1: tech is going to tech. Hokey Hokies are going to hokey. They're going to.
0: But they were like preseason top ten or to twelve or well, something. They're going like, to do what
1: they do. Their offense is going to suck. Their 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 special teams and defense going to keep in the games. Only this time. ECU pulled a hokey. Yes. On blocked.
0: So, so essentially Virginia tech, like ECU was up the entire game and Virginia tech somehow scored. I want to say it was a pick six mm-hmm. uh, late in that Sounds game, right. yeah. late in that game. And uh, you know, all of a sudden Virginia tech had this lead and there was, I'm at a Virginia tech bar and there was about, you know, probably three minutes left or, and, you know, the clock going down to, so Virginia tech had the ball. We had to get a stop with yeah. three minutes left. So the, the clock gets down to like 120 150 something like that. And people are already celebrating because they like Virginia Tech's offense hadn't been. It's kind of a ground and pound with no. Patrick Pinckney back run then Run out the clock, punt it yeah. away if you have to. Well, uh, no, punt it away because ECU is not going to be. They don't have an aerial attack. Yeah. Our, our team had Chris Johnson. It was like fourteen and, like, yeah. to ten
1: at that point. Yeah, or yeah.
0: So uh, we blocked the we blocked the punt, return okay. it for a touchdown, and then. Uh, that game was in Charlotte actually. Yeah. So, I mean, but the crowd was still going crazy. You're parading yeah. around yeah. the bar. I'm sure. Oh, that was just a great experience. Yeah. Definitely. Don't remember what happened that night. Think I <laughs> think I might've woke up, uh, you know, randomly on the, on a street somewhere, but it's the uh, only way to do it, that's the way to do it. It's the ECU know? way. <laughs> that is the way to do it. And here we are talking East Carolina pirates, Patty. C. the transfer portal. Mike Houston is a culture guy, but over the past two years, he's really, and I think this team, you're going to start to see some of these key transfers come in that I think could have a big impact. Uh, I look at what he's done uh, first on the offensive side of the ball, got some offensive line depth with Parker Moore from West Virginia. Also, Justin red from Norfolk state. Also Avery Jones from North Carolina. That was a pretty high recruit there. Uh, at tight at tight end uh Aaron Jarman's coming in from Temple uh the wide receiver position clearly a weakness after all those uh, you know after getting hit by some some graduations also uh sneed coming out early so uh they went out and they got uh, Jalen Johnson from Georgia they got Jari uh, Patterson from from Marshall which I think uh jahari Patterson it, it will be a, a starter I think for for game one there um they also uh, got Isaiah Winstead from Toledo and Jarrett Garner from Duke, so just loading up on some receiving talent there. Also got running back Kamaro Edmonds, a four-star from from North Carolina. Um, so I think that adding that depth to, to that stable of running backs, and then on the defensive side of the ball, uh, keep an eye out on Shadre Mims, a grad transfer from Charleston Southern, played against ECU last mm. year. I think he's going to be an, an impact player. Uh, also linebacker chance Bates comes in from Kennesaw state, who was a really good FCS uh, program a, a year ago. Also linebacker, Michael Edwards from Georgia Southern uh, April Washington, a corner from Buffalo a Leopold guy, um, Jack powers. Look, you think you need 24 hours to save the Jack Bauer needs 24 hours to save. Look, well, linebacker, Jack powers needs, uh, needs nothing needs 12 hours, needs yeah. two hours, two to hours to save East Carolina from uh, becoming a fucking 12 and 0 playoff contender. All right. Shout out to Jack powers coming in <laughs> and also a couple corner, a couple defensive backs from Marshall, a
1: linebacker from Michigan state y'all really went in on Marshall on the transfer. They portal. did. They did Took Be- three guys
0: from doc holiday, man. I think when doc holiday left, they said, Hey, let's go over to Greenville. There it is. Go down to Greenville. They beat us last year. No, East Carolina beat Marshall. We came back for a second. We were getting our ass kicked that game. There it is. What a great game that you was. You
1: can't beat them. Join them. That's what they say. That's right. That's right. So uh talk to me about recruiting, buddy. Let me take a look over there. We get that pulled up. Uh, Recruiting hasn't been Mike Houston's shining star so far. The last five years, obviously, he's been only, only been responsible for the last three recruiting cycles, and really like the last two. And when you had COVID in there, yeah, yeah. that that's a factor. But uh, 89, 80, 74, 102, and 87. Not great, but uh, within the conference, 97687. 8, 7. I don't know what to tell you. Their four-year composite, so th- that must be an improvement from where they were because their four-year composite has gone 9977. Seven. You know, 2022 composite hasn't come out yet. I imagine it's somewhere in that nine, 7 to 9 range within the conference. Not the most talented team in the American, certainly, but not yet until at the end of this year, working their way up. Yeah. And like we said, some guys are development guys.
0: You see it. You see this, this look, if you're without, if you're not watching on YouTube, we have this sweet ass graphic shout out to our graphics department for the college football oh, yeah. experience, We're stepping it's,
1: things up over here,
0: subscribe on YouTube to the college football experience. As we break down all 131 college football teams, but Patty C Las Vegas. So I got the over under, it's not even revealing anymore. It says five wins for my pirates. <laughs> what? No wonder that town's turning to shit. All right. They're uh, going to lose their ass on this. They're going to lose their ass Vegas on this. Vegas,
1: you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, sorry, guys. I know I'm a homer, but I did not lock up ECU on the over last year. They were a fringe lock. This year, they're a fucking lock. They're a lock. Wow. They're
1: Bold lock. statement. They're a lock. I they're mean, a lock. Uh, might I remind you that this team has won less than five games? Two of. Wait. Let me see this. Five games or less. One, two, three, four, five, six of the last seven years. Only last year did they get Only to seven last and five. Year, so, Patty C. It's easy to see a tide turn. And we're, we're banging on this tide turning here.
0: It is good. No, it already turned last year. It did turn. Winning culture is winning culture. Five Mike wins Houston's does seem it. doable. Oh, dude. I'm telling you, I actually think we have a shot to play Cincinnati or UCF. In the AAC championship, that would take some
1: doing. Like you said last year, a three-point loss against South Carolina in a game they probably should have won. Up the whole fucking game. Yeah, a four-point loss at the Moon Bounce against yeah. UCL. Now that one, I I I don't want to say like we should have won that game, but we were right there in it. Yeah, and the an Houston overtime game, loss we won. at Houston. Sh- should have won that game. That was a brutal game, man. Yeah, Cincinnati was the only really bad loss. I guess App State was kind of a two-touchdown Yeah. Touchdown App State
0: loss. was just flat out better than us last year, but. I th- think towards the end of the year, we were a different team than the beginning of the year. So uh, here we go. Patty see week one <laughs> I've seen publications have NC state ranked number four in the nation.
1: <laughs> oh my God. That is ripe for heartbreak. That's Take probably, me to Dowdy Ficklin stadium. Now it's almost like a script written just to break yeah. <laughs> NC state's heart. It is, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait.
0: AM on the West noon on the East to start the college football season. Week one, you're going to have the Wolfpack come into Greenville. I got news for you. uh, Wolfpack uh, fans, Wolfpack, uh, you know, uh, alumni Wolfpack, uh, current staff, Uh, you guys are going to have to deal with the goalpost coming down again. If, if you come into Greenville
1: thinking you're going to get a dub here, because I'm telling you. Taddy C second most played rivalry, all time e, uh, ECU trails, 13 to 18, at least as far back as, since they've been in division one, Scotty Montgomery let it slip up a little bit, but ECU has won three of the last five, but yeah. the last two NC state has gotten. Yeah. And yeah. they've been bad. I know three to 58 and six to 34. The last that's, two
0: that's look, you can't 2018 to 2019
1: was paid by Duke to come into ECU and destroy the program. We're getting back to basics. Here. <laughs> well, upset, upset. Let's hope Mike Houston's got a, uh, who are you uh, taking I'm tempted to go upset, but if I'm, if I'm doing this, like uh, if I'm trying to give the the betters out there an honest shake, I guess you got to go NC state here, <laughs> but if, if I had a hunch on, you know, one of the week one upsets that can most likely happen, especially not how much ECU loves to beat NC state. Of course, this is one of the, probably the one I would go with, you know, but I guess I got to go NC state.
0: Patty sees wrong, and look. Let me just cue up this for his statement. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent yeah. response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Keep
1: in mind, we're talking to everyone in this room. To the ultimate now ECU Homer for having listened to it.
0: <laughs> I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. Okay. And there's a chance that NC State puts up no points when they take on the East Carolina Pirates. Woo! All right. <laughs> Let's go. ECU 1 and 0. Old Dominion comes Ricky, now is Ricky when, Ronnie.
1: Now this next five games, I think they push push for the season on. Old Dominion comes down to Dowdy Ficklin. And they got to do it here because the second half of this schedule is hard as hell. This is a dub for ECU. ECU goes to two and zero. You got him at one and one. I got one and one. One and one.
0: Then Mike Mentor, who's been recruiting really well at Campbell. The camels come into Greenville. Uh, A lot of camels down there in North Carolina.
1: (laughs) Three Um, and eight in at the FCS level last year. Penciled this one in as a big fat W for ECU. So we move to three and zero. Two and one for you. Yep.
0: Navy comes to Dowdy-Ficklin. We won at Navy last year, but I'll be honest: Navy in the triple option always is a tough is a tough go. I feel like Navy gets the better of ECU a lot of those years. Even with uh, Lincoln Riley, I feel like Navy was destroying ECU. I am
1: tempted to take a look at the history of this. I'll let you know in just a second. Well, I think Mike Houston brought the toughness oh, in. Oh man, yeah, uh, yeah. They got a win last year, but prior to that, uh, one and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One and seven prior to that. Because Ruffin, McNeil, and Montgomery struggled against them. Five straight losses against Navy prior to last year. So Mike Houston really accomplishing something by Toughness, winning that man. game. Toughness, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, uh, we beat Navy and Donnie Ficklin. I think they get it done at home too. Yeah, I agree.
0: I got them four and zero. Patty, see the, the over unders five, and we go to South Florida where we smacked the tar out of them last year. No one shows up to those games in Tampa. Yeah,
1: although I hear they're gonna put a, a, a stadium on campus. In Tampa, not
0: on October first. Yeah, it won't be ready by then.
1: But (laughs) they should though. Good for USF taking it seriously. Uh, ECU. I got them five and zero to start. I got them four and one. Tough little trip potentially here to Tulane. Beat them last year by a good amount of points, but Tulane, if they can repair that offensive line, I think will be a dangerous team. Fifty two to twenty nine in Greenville last year. Going down to New Orleans is that going to make a difference? You know what? I'll
0: even I'll even play the game here
1: you give giving the L take,
0: get, take, take a win off there.
1: All right. Take. Well, I'm going to give them a win. So I, we yeah. both have them at five and one.
0: They get Three. Memphis with, with silver chest coming into town and look Memphis. We beat them in Memphis last year. I think we're a more physical football team. I think 30 Memphis, to 29
1: in overtime. I think
0: Memphis doesn't want to play us in Greenville.
1: That's a win. Mm, that might be a win in Greenville. That might be 50, <laughs> 50, and then, I'm giving them an L. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'll give them the L there.
0: Okay. We give them an L, but this is the sneakiest game here because UCF we has both already
1: have them pushing by uh,
0: UCF has Cincinnati on deck. It's the greatest look ahead spot. It's what? the greatest look ahead spot. I love where we have UCF
1: UCF has Cincinnati on deck. Yes. Oh man.
0: And they have to come to
1: Dowdy Ficklin. Yep. That's dangerous. Upset special. And that could be the difference in us getting to the AAC championship. If we have that tiebreaker, I'll tell you what between Memphis, UCF and Houston, all in Dowdy Ficklin, they're going to get one of them. No, we're going to get two. We're going to go. Memphis isn't good anymore, dude. All right. You keep trying to sell this silver (laughs) chest guy to me. All right. (laughs) Memphis six and six last year. Not great. Not great. Okay. Anyway, so you think they'll get two? I, I say they'll get at least one, which automatically. I think we could
0: get three. Gets- I, like I, I don't. I think Memphis is like a legit win. I don't even stress that the UCF and Houston games. We're gonna have to earn that. Yeah. Um, but I think both being a Dowdy-Ficklin, I think we're we're in a great spot for both. Now, uh, Friday, October 28th on national TV, we are at BYU. Now I do think we lose that's that. an L. Yeah. And then we get a bye week before Cincy. Now I still think it's at Nippert. he's probably gonna roll us. Yeah. Right.
1: So, Tough little three week stretch. I mean, I guess you get a, a bye week in there, but well, then
0: we get Houston and Dowdy Ficklin. We should have beat Houston in Houston last year. I think we get them in Dowdy. Yeah, and then we're at Temple.
1: That's a rebr. That's a that's a you know it could be cold. How could many? Be cold. How many? I mean, they, they should beat Temple even on the road.
0: Uh, I think we're at eight and four, nine and three team, and I think we we can contend for an AAC championship this year, not the one seed. The one seed's going to be Cincinnati but now you, there's no divisions anymore. Yeah, I think we can be that number two team. I really do. Especially if we take care of UCF the week before Cincinnati. Cause it's a great, I, when I saw the schedule release, I was like, this is a perfect spot to catch UCF. Yeah. They're going to be ta- thinking about Cincinnati and they got to come into a lit environment.
1: Let's do it. It is. And they'll probably be, I mean, they're definitely going to be in position to be playing for the AAC. They're going to be completely occupied with Cincinnati mentally, which is a big mistake for a, a spoiler team like ECU type of team. That's going to take full advantage of it. I don't, I'm not as bullish as you. I'm It's not that I think you're wrong. It's just, I think you're prone to give them the 50, 50 games.
0: Well, yeah, I did give them NC state that could go, that, that could light me up. But at the same time, I also think we could beat Tulane. I gave, I gave Tulane a win
1: I think seven and five is very reasonable. If you look at Mike Houston's uh, history as a coach at Lenore Ryan seven and three, nine and three, 13 and two at the Citadel five and seven, nine and four at JMU. He started off so hot. It's it's tough to match, but he won the championship in his first year. And I guess they, they, I'm pretty sure they lost early in the season in his first time. And then he went on like a 28 game win streak or something. And then finally lost to, uh, or like a 25 game win streak and finally lost the national championship. Nine and four his third year. So that was the first time in his career he really took a step back from a record standpoint. But at ECU, four and eight, three and six, which is technically uh I guess what, the same exact win percentage, and then at one third, and then uh seven and five. So taking steps forward again. Would have been eight and five had Boston College not faked a uh you know, injury. <laughs> That's true, you know. But seven and five if they can at least match that. Again, seven to five is a nice season, but eight and five, you're saying. This team is better this year than they are four. last year. You're saying maybe nine and three, even? Yes.
0: I don't, like, to me, when I look, the flat out losses to me are just at BYU and at Cincinnati. Yeah. I think every other game is potentially winnable. Now, at the same time, w- let's play devil's advocate. Let's say we lose to NC State. One, right? Say we lose to UCF. Two. Say we lose, obviously, BYU and Cincinnati. That's four. And Houston. Five. You're still seven and five.
1: Let me say this. Their road schedule is, is super manageable. That's what I'm saying. At South Florida at Tulane, obviously BYU and NC are losses, like you said, but then at temple being the other one. So the, 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 the tougher teams in the conference, which would be Memphis, UCF uh, and Houston and Navy are all at home. Yeah. They got to come down to, to the pirate ship where they're going to get their ass kicked and they got NC state at home. They got, oh, wait. Th- uh, three non-conference games. They play nine nine uh conference games, right? No, oh no. no. BYU's not a conference. They have
0: BYU out so of conference. That's pretty NC good. State, Old Dominion, three bowl teams out of out
1: of four games out of conference. But to get three of those at home as a as a yeah. group of five, and and two of those teams, and are uh, power five quality uh programs. Yeah. ECU doing some good scheduling there.
0: You heard it first. Give me the over. This is a lock. There's uh, look, I think to me, worst case scenario, Holton and is injured six and six or five and seven is still the floor to me. Yeah. So uh,
1: I'm all over the over. Yeah. I think a push is the very worst you're going to do here. Smash the over, you know,
0: pirates, baby pirates, baby. Um, Do I just need to just cue this one up? more time? One more, one more time for the folks out there. That's right, folks. We are both on the over. It is a lock for me. Lock it up. You will hear me talking about this one. Come August. All right. On our lock special show, but make sure you subscribe to the college football experience. We're available on all platforms. You can listen to podcasts. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube page, uh, the college football experience as we break down all 131 FBS teams. And uh, yeah, can't wait to talk all these teams with you folks. All right. So, uh, Let's, let's get to it. Uh, If you give us a five-star review on iTunes, make sure you take a screenshot uh, and find us on Twitter at TCE on SGPN or at the Colby D and uh, show us that review. And we will send you a college football experience t-shirt. If you're on YouTube, basically that logo right there will be the t-shirt. So do that. And also uh, get the SGPN app. You'll get access to all of our podcasts, me, Patty C and NC Nick, who's, who's on vacation right now, but all three of us. We also host the college basketball experience. We also host the college baseball experience. Me and Noah Benick. I know ECU big college baseball uh, season, and and it seems like kind of a blue blood when it comes to that uh, college basketball. Hired a new coach. We will be talking about that as the season heats up, uh, as the off season heats up. Um, we got you covered. Also, plenty of other. We also do the USFL gambling podcast. Subscribe to that as that season continues to roll on. Um, the SGPN app will have access to all of these podcasts, the MLB gambling podcast, uh, and it, it, the sports gambling podcast covers the NFL like as good as anyone, if not better. So check that out. And there's just so many great platforms: NASCAR gambling podcast, CFL gambling podcast, just so many good ones. Check them all out, folks. folks. Down in
1: uh, Greenville, probably appreciate the NASCAR. Yeah, why not? Anything to
0: drink? There you go. All of them, man. MLB just watch some sports, drinks, sit back, kick back golf, gambling podcast, win some money. Yeah. Subscribe. Check out all those ones, man. Uh, all right, folks. Well, until, until we, until we see Saturday, September 3rd, I want to be, I'm going to, I might have to fly over there and take down that goalpost myself. Patty C. This is the college football experience. East Carolina pirate style. You better start thinking about yours and we outta here.